When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another captaincy video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Joe and joining me is Fantasy Football Scout's Tom Freeman to discuss the best armband candidates for double game week 27 and whether we should, well, whether we should captain a doubler or a singular. That's going to be the key issue that we're going to talk about. So Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Um, it's been a, a decent start for, for those who triple captain Salah. Hasn't it in 26 with um, with a tasty game against Leeds to come tomorrow, um, but with game week 27 starting on Friday, we're we're all already looking ahead. Hence this video. Okay. Um, uh, before we go on, Anthony, you've got a few words to say about fan team. Yep. So there is a fantasy football scout free roll happening um, this coming Saturday, which um, is essentially you pick your best six players from the 3 p.m. kickoffs on Saturday. Um, there's four games kicking off at three. Um, and the good thing is, is we'll get the team news before you have to submit your final um, final players. So uh, we'll, we'll know about Man United against Watford, the lineup. Um, we'll know about Tony and St. Maximan and if they're going to feature. So um, if you're into those kind of games, um, go and have a look on Fantine for that one. Okay, um, what we'll do is before we have a chat about the fixtures and some of the key candidates and that central issue, double versus single game weaker for the uh, captaincy, do you want to say welcome and hello to some of those that have uh, joined us in the chat early on? Uh, welcome to FPL Gaza, Mark, uh, Wayne, uh, Marilla, um, Bernardo, uh, Buna, Paul Gregory, uh, Bulo, Johnny R. Um, and Joshua and Lynn and, and and many more. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, uh, well over 100 of you have joined us very early for this, but only 16 likes. So that may mean that you don't like us or that you just forgot to press the like button. But do press the like button um, whether you like us or not, because um, it does something very complicated uh, with, to do with algorithms, which... Um, uh, anyway, yeah, so please do press that and welcome there and I hope we can solve your captaincy issues. Um, okay, let's look at the fixtures. So we've got, we can see immediately that Burnley play Crystal Palace and then on Tuesday, uh, the 1st of March, they play Leicester. Um, and I'm sure we've got something to say about their defences um, and also some of the Burnley assets. Meanwhile, this is a great week for the captaincy. Man City play Everton. Meanwhile, Manchester United at home to Watford. Meanwhile, Spurs play Leeds. Um, and I'm going to say Southampton as well. They play Norwich. So we've got a lot of options for the armband. A double game week. Lots to talk about. Um, should we start with Burnley? Um, yeah. Now, I've got to rate my team computer. I've been con uh, consulting the computer on this one to find the best captaincy options. And let's see if Burnley, any Burnley players at top. So... We're looking at uh, Veghorst and no, no, it's not. It's Pope. So we should all be captaining Pope this week. Now, people look at this oddly and say, why? But in my experience in double game weeks, the goalkeeper is absolutely magnificent. 
<laughs> so um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, a Burnley asset, Pope, Weghorst, Corne. Who should we captain? Well, it's appealing, isn't it? Because Burnley are the only team who play twice, um, so that's an immediate advantage mm. that they they have over the others. It doesn't always work out, as we know from uh, King and Dennis a few weeks back. Um, but um, I can see why many people are looking at their assets. I mean, Veghorst has come in. He's got a goal and a couple of assists in four appearances so far since his move. And he's had some pretty tough games as well during that run. Mm-hmm. Um, they started off against Watford when Roy Hodgson was his first game in charge. And then since that, they've had Liverpool, Man United and Brighton. So pretty good defences you know so to come out with three attacking returns from that little run is no bad thing um he obviously got the brace at the weekend against Brighton now I would say he achieved that off one shot on goal Mm -hmm. um so he's obviously going to have to up that um to continue scoring a a reasonable amount for us Mm -hmm. but it was a good all-round display from him He, he played he linked the play well um he got in some threatening positions and Generally, over those four games, his shot count is fine. I think he's taken nine shots. I think he's had seven in the box. He's created a few chances. Um, so, in terms of that, it's it's all pretty promising. And, and he could be on penalties too, oh. which would be um, obviously key. Obviously, Chris Wood was, was on penalties mm-hmm. for Burnley. Um, who, who, was, who, was, who was second to him? Well, this is the thing. It was Ashley Barnes as well. And they kind of, I'm not exactly sure what the pecking order was. They both seemed to pop up and take them. And I can remember from being a Chris Wood owner that he was on the pitch and Barnes stepped up to take one at one point. But it wouldn't surprise me if the same's happened, vice versa. Um, But anyway, I think Veghorst coming in, I think he could, if, if Barnes isn't on the pitch which he might not play. You know, they have been playing Cornet, haven't they, alongside their yeah. um, course, or they've been playing Cornet out wide and then playing, playing Jay J. Rodriguez um, next to Veghorst. So there's a good chance he won't be on the pitch anyway, which is going to be good for Veghorst mm. if he is on penalties. So, um, yeah, I can see why people are looking at him. Um, I don't think the games are straightforward. Mm. Um, I don't think Palace are. I don't think Palace concede a lot of goals. They haven't kept many clean sheets, but they're... Mm-hmm. They're not an open side. What, Leicester, what, yeah, better. I was going to mm. say about, I mean, Palace and Leicester, am I right in thinking that they are uh, amongst or perhaps the worst in terms of um, uh, conceding yeah. headed chances or set-piece chances, it is? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Palace had issues earlier on in the season. There was a period where Vieira spoke about it and, and mm. they've had to rectify that. And I think they have improved since, but Leicester haven't. You know, they've mm. been poor all season. I think they've conceded the most goals of any side from direct from corners all season. They struggle with crosses into the box, even watching Wolves against them at the weekend. Leicester actually played really well in this game, but there was still vulnerability. They still look vulnerable from those crosses into the box. So that's, you know, Vegas is... He's a mountain, isn't he? He's six yeah. foot six, and he's gonna he's gonna be in the mix on set pieces. Mm. So um, for that, I think it's you know it's good. But I do think Leicester they played pretty well at Wolves mm-hmm. at the weekend. I think they're going to give them a game. Um, they were missing some key players. They had Madison on the bench. Harvey Barnes was a surprise injury. Vardy's out, mm. and they still look threatening going forward, even with Lookman and or Brighton and Dakar. And that's why I don't fancy. You know, we mentioned Pope yeah. at the beginning. I'm not, I don't, I'm not so sure Burnley are going to keep a clean sheet in either of these okay. fixtures. 
Um, and that's what puts me off a little bit of Pope, although he did do very well in a few weeks back in that double yeah, when he um, went, to, um, went, to, but, went to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Bernardo in the yeah. chat has just uh, reminded us that Pope mm. um, got 19 yeah. points in the previous double. So. He did, and that that on paper, I mean, we were probably sat here saying, oh, they're going to the Emirates, they're mm. not going to pull off a clean sheet there, and they did, so mm. this is only a speculate, and we, we get it wrong occasionally, but um, but yeah, this this doesn't, if you had to ask me at the moment, I'd be saying Veghorst yeah. over a Pope or a Tarkowski, mm. if Tarkowski's back, because he was obviously out with COVID at the weekend, and there's still a few, few doubts surrounding him. Um but yeah, Veghorst corner as well, I suppose. But mm. he, he seems to be getting pulled off quite early um, in the matches at the moment. And uh, he, Deich has said he's fit, but he's not Premier League fit. Mm. So I don't know. I, I don't think I'd go there for captaincy no. with corner. Um, it would be, it'd be Veghorst one, Pope two for me at Burnley, I think. Yeah, that's exactly what I've got. So uh, I'm I'm free hitting this week because um, luckily for me, um, my my team is absolutely awful going into this fixture, and uh, the fixtures are so good as we as we discussed earlier that um, I think there is an upside um, this yeah. week, and I don't have any Burnley assets, for example. So for me, Feghorst is my captain currently, and Pope mm. is my vice captain. And I I I tell you what you say. Um, I think Pope is potentially the best captain, uh, as the computer says, and as Bernardo has reminded us in the chat. But mm. um, as you said, will Leicester score? Probably. <laughs> um, I think so, yeah. Palace is probably the game out of the two where you could see a clean sheet, but it is at Selhurst. Yeah. And um, yeah, Edouard will probably come back in and, and you've got Zaha. They've got players, you know, they've mm. got Elise, they've got Eze, they've got players who can hurt you. So um, yeah, I'm kind of favouring the Veghorst punt at the moment. So. Okay, well, let, well, let's have a look at the sort of latest whipping boys um, who are the, uh, the worst defences um, in the last four. Oh no! Sorry, hang on. So I'll put, put those up. Yeah, yeah. So last four. So we've got. I was distracted by on my uh, computer the picture of Dean Dean Smith's angry face, and, and no wonder <laughs> he's angry uh, because their expected goals conceded is very poor. Um, they've expected to concede getting on for nearly ten goals. Now Norwich's fixtures. They have had some tough fixtures recently, which will explain yeah, yeah. it. But it is looking like the um, honeymoon, if you can call it that, of Dean Smith to Norfolk has um, is starting to, to wane a little. Um, so they are currently, with eight goals conceded, just one clean sheet in their last four. Um, they're looking like a good a good team to, to bet against there. But I guess for Burnley, what we're talking about here is Leicester and, and Crystal Palace. Um, and they're sort of in the mix. They're sort of halfway. They're neither a whipping boy nor a sturdy defence. So Leicester were expected to concede um, five and a half um uh, five and a half goals well over half a goal so over five goals and and uh, and, and uh, Crystal Palace uh, nearly five goals there um, so they're not quite in the same league as say Norwich or Leeds who are quite near the top there but nevertheless there's quite a lot um, to think about uh, when it comes to their they're, they're definitely there for the taking um, but perhaps they won't concede a lot um, but yeah so looking at looking at those whipping boys really is is <laughs> It's Norwich who are the ones and Leeds, which makes you think perhaps we should be looking elsewhere, maybe for a single game week. Yeah. So um, there's a few, a lot of good fixtures. So who would be your kind of top pick for a single game week captaincy candidate? Um, Harry Kane. 
okay. I think, um, you know, looking at Leeds and how open they have been for mm-hmm. quite a while now. I mean, um, Spurs were excellent at City on Saturday evening, weren't yeah. they? Um, and Son and Kane are ticking yeah. along quite nicely. I think Son has got mm-hmm. um, 10 attacking returns yes. in his last nine. Kane is on seven. Um, so this feels like a match to target. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the early kickoff on Saturday. Yeah. So so Leeds have obviously got a demanding fixture at Liverpool on mm. Wednesday night. Then they're involved in the early kickoff. Spurs as well play tomorrow, but um, at Burnley. Yeah. Um, so maybe not quite as demanding, physically demanding as the, as the, as the Leeds fixture. Um, and they've also got issues. You know, Phillips has been out for a while mm. now. Um, Robin Koch went off um, with a head injury on um, Sunday. I think he's an early doubt for it. And um, Strauch, their other kind of defensive midfield option, I suppose, was needed at the back. And, and, so they used for sure in a slightly more withdrawn role, I think I'm right in saying on Sunday mm-hmm. and that it leaves them open. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see Spurs go in there and a bit like United at the weekend, mm-hmm. causing real problems going forward. I mean, um, Leeds have conceded 30 goals now in their last 10 fixtures. Mm-hmm. So they're averaging three per game over the last 10. They've conceded more big chances than any other side during that period. Mm-hmm. And they haven't kept a clean sheet since November. So everything points towards, I think, a Spurs attacker this week if you aren't going to be lured in by that double game week. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I prefer, I always tend to prefer Kane over Son, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, if it's just a straight shootout. It's obviously not as simple as that in FPL because there's a price mm-hmm. difference, the structures. But in terms of if I had to pick one of those players to attack Leeds this weekend okay. and pick as the captain and they're both fit, it would be Kane. Okay, um, so, I mean, as um, I think it was... Um, uh, Paul in the live chat, forgive me if it wasn't you, but it was um, was mentioning that um, he wouldn't um, captain and vice-captain a player in the same fixture. Obviously, it's two fixtures here for Burnley. So mm. perhaps for not only the captaincy, but perhaps vice-captaincy consideration, um, putting the armband on Kane if you have him. Oh, yeah, I th- yeah, I think yeah. I mean, I think we have to consider them for the captains. I don't think yeah. it's that clear cut with Burnley this week. I mean, if normally a team doubles, mm. then you Im- immediately look at them and think, oh, that team. But I think because it's Burnley, prior to Saturday when they hit three, they hadn't been. I think they had only scored mm. three and nine. I don't. I think you know you could see double digits from Kane or Son, and if they do that, then. Um, you know, you're obviously going to be really happy as a captain. So uh, I think this is pretty close this week. And I think Spurs assets will run those play their course um, pretty tight in the captain pile, I think. Hi, everyone. Just taking a break here to mention this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's Better H-E-L-P. We all know that everything that's going on in the world is putting a strain on all of us. And reaching out to speak to someone is a good idea uh, if you are struggling. BetterHelp is an app that can help improve your mental health and you can match with your own licensed professional therapist within 48 hours. It provides a secure online platform for professional therapy who have a broad range of experience, and this might not always be available locally to you. It lets you do this from your own home, through video or phone sessions, at times that suit you. You can even log into the app and send a message to your therapist 24-7 who will reply with a timely and thoughtful response. Note that it's also more affordable uh, than traditional offline therapy, and there is financial aid available to you too. Uh, if you don't get on with your therapist, you can change therapists for free. Note this is a US app, but there are clients worldwide, over 2 million of them. Uh, but do bear in mind of the time differences if you do decide to sign up. Uh, you can visit the website, which is betterhelp, 
betterhelp.com. You can check out the reviews, betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. Uh, there's people who said that they love it because they hate going uh, places and they don't feel comfortable um, doing so, but they, they've, you know, felt really good doing it through BetterHelp. Uh, other people have said that they're quick to respond to their messages, kind and understanding, and they feel comfortable opening up um, over the app without a fear of being judged. So if you like the sound of that, you can get 10% off your first month. Just go to betterhelp, betterhelp.com forward slash scouts. That gets you 10% off your first month. And you can join all the people uh, that are using the app. So. Okay, well, let's have a look at um, expected goal involvement last four, because this will tell us where Veghorst sits. Really, he has played four matches, hasn't he? He seems quite he new. Has. But he has. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's played four. Uh, so he is yeah. um, included within this. So I've, I've put him in here. Um, and these are the top the top candidates to consider for the captaincy. Um, let's see, so let's see where Kane and, the, and those Burnley players are. Um, well, um, yeah, Kane doing pretty well. And Son, um, Kane, 10 shots inside the box. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Same as Sterling and same as Brozier at Southampton. Mm. Southampton play Norwich. This is what I was saying about Southampton. Will, could Brozier end up being the best captaincy candidate? Um, but nevertheless, Kane doing well there. Son, he's the assistant now. Um, 10 chances created. Um, that's uh, uh, second only to Bruno Fernandes in our list here. Um so clearly Son and Kane, really great assets. But it's Veghorst who's interesting. Um, it's just five chances created um, and seven shots inside the box. Um, so that's a little behind. But nevertheless, seven shots inside the box is not to be sniffed at. It is it, Burnley. Um, yeah, and, you, and going back to what we said, who he's played as well during yeah. that time, yeah. I, I don't think that's bad at all no. because you look at you look at the players above him on that list, and they're all playing for the top teams. Yeah. We've got to remember it's Burnley, yeah. and that's why people should have realistic expectations with them. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they scored one in each game, and that might be all you get. But if yeah. it, one of them's Veghorst, a bit like Wood before him, he'll be well up there for bonus. You'd think. I mean, so. Clearly, in terms of expected goals and the quality of those shots inside the box, has not been so good. Um, he was expected over the last four matches to score a little under a goal. Um, yeah, which is what he's done, yeah. Which is what he's done. Son and Kane, um, they're edging towards three goals in terms of expected yeah. goal involvement. Uh, but of course, Vekos, um has got an assist as well, hasn't he, um, so far? He's got two. Two he's assists. Two. two assists, yeah. Uh, so um, clearly, I mean, for, for what he is, I mean, let's face it, he is a striker for Burnley. Who's massive? Exactly, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> so it, it's it's the equivalent of 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 captaining any large striker for an average team. <laughs> it's it's not going to be an, it's, it's not going to be an easy watch, is it? If you are no. captaining him in those two games, watching him play Palace and Leicester, but. Yeah. One attack in return could be enough for yeah. for double digits because he's going to get those four appearance yeah. points. You'd hope anyway. Yes, definitely. And of course, there is also bonus consideration as well. Um, yeah. Pope obviously does well there. Tarkowski can do. Me hasn't got any, I don't believe, so far. He's hardly got any bonus. Um, so yeah. the in terms of bonus, it's the type of team where the guy up front who scores perhaps the only goal in the game or or the or, or a yeah. goal in a one all draw could be in, in with the bonus there. So yeah, that's another another tick for Veghorst. Um but um what what's interesting is um Man City players are top mm. here. Now they are they're playing Everton, a very out of sorts Everton. Sterling is top, 
getting on for nearly four goals expected to be involved in. Then there's Mares and who has penalties and Foden's in the mix as well. Um, so what about what about any? I mean, those those look the three key ones. Um, but if you're going to captain a, a City player, which one would you go for? And do you think it's is a City player better than it than the rest? I think they're great options this week because normally we sit here and we say the thing holding us back with City is the mass rotation, isn't it? And that not knowing who will start. But the position of this Everton game is actually really good for them because they've got the free midweek running up to it and then they've got Peterborough next week in the FA Cup midweek. So you've got to think that it's going to be the strongest eleven. So then we can start to plot of who we think is going to play and it's still not, it's not clear cut. Look, they've got loads of options but um, I think that of those options, De Bruyne feels like a reasonably safe option. Mm-hmm. Foden feels riskier, but Sterling and Mares, I think I'd be. If I was on a free hit, I'd definitely, I'd definitely be interested in including them, yeah. and possibly even the captain because of that firepower that mm-hmm. um, the City have. I think I'd put Kane a little bit ahead of them, but it's, but it's pretty close. Mm. I mean. Mares is the man in form, isn't he? Um, I think he's averaging nine points per match over the last 10 game weeks. And he was given that breather versus Spurs. He didn't start at the weekend. So um, I think that's good for him. He's on penalties. Mm -hmm. I think think I'm right in saying he scored at Goodison last year as well. So um, I think Mares is the one that I like after that. I've Mm. always always liked him. I included him on a free hit when I played it back my first one, game Mm. at 19. Um, I think there's a lot to like about him. Um, And I think Sterling as well, you see those shot Mm. numbers there. And if he starts, he's probably going to get chances. So um, for free hitters this week, that feels like this feel, because a lot of people are going to go in with Son and Kane and Veghorst regardless. But if you're on a free hit, you can can tap into that Man City attack and a little bit risky, Mm. but... That's what it's worth. You know, it's worth the risk, I think. Because like you say, Everton, we don't know which Everton are going to turn up. They were excellent against Leeds, but then they were terrible last weekend. And it just feels a bit like Lampard still trying to get everything bedded in there and, and get a settled system and personnel. Um, so, yeah, you can see City scoring two or three, can't you? Um, also, Manchester United against Watford. I find this quite an intriguing option. Um, yeah. I can't afford on my free hit both Mares and Sterling and some of the other great options. So I have a decision mm. to make. And so I'm looking at um, Sancho on my free mm. hit, who is the highest rated in terms of expected goal involvement, last four, for uh, our Manchester United assets. So quietly, whilst everyone's sort of down on Ronaldo and um, and looking and, and quite eager to have a pop at Manchester United, they've quietly mm. been very attacking. Um, mm. And and that's shown with Fernandez's returns as well. So he looks a good, another good option for the captaincy this week. And of course Ronaldo, who uh, on the scoutcast tonight will feature on the goals imminent table. Um, <laughs> so Ronaldo, Fernandez, and Sancho. Um, if you were to captain a Manchester United asset, which one would you go for? And do you think it's worth actually captaining a Manchester United asset over the others? If I were to captain one, it would be Fernandez. Okay. Um, back-to-back double-digit alls, looking more like his old self, looks more yeah. comfortable in this new system, getting into the box a bit more, multiple routes to points as well with you know set pieces and things like that. But I love that, you know, everybody won't be able to afford all these big hitters you know yeah. son kane sterling you know there's something that's got to give so mm. this this is where somebody like sancho becomes an excellent differential mm. because he's looked excellent these past few yeah. past few weeks in my opinion um 
you can see it from the numbers there. He looks a real threat. He's been playing, I think he's been playing on the left, but then he's been moving over to the right as well. I think, yeah, really good option, a little bit cheaper. Um, I do think that Leeds match really suited United at the weekend mm. and maybe Watford will be a, a different yeah. challenge for them. Um, because United against Brighton, they had really struggled up until that Lewis Dunk sending mm. off and then their quality kind of shone through after that. Yeah. But Watford are going to, you know what they're going to do. They're yeah. going to sit deep. They're going to be compact. I mean, Watford conceded 20 goals mm. against my team, Villa. At the, sorry, 20 shots. At, yeah. Not 20 goals, 20 shots. Mm. Um, 20 shots against Villa at the weekend. But they only one big chance conceded. Mm. So they're letting them shoot from kind of uh, from range. They're mm. making it difficult. And that's what they'll do at United. I think, I think you've got to expect United to win this one because... Yeah. It's a bit like that Brighton game when you've got players like Ronaldo and you've got Fernandez and you've got Sancho. Yeah. There's so much quality there. Yeah. They're going to break him down eventually. But it might not be quite as um, high scoring as maybe you first think when you mm. look at that on paper and you see, oh, Man United at home to Watford. It might be tough against an organised Watford. Um, I wouldn't captain them, but um, yeah. if I was on a free hit, given the budget restraints, I'd probably go Sancho. But if you can afford him, Fernandez looks good. Uh, OK, I mean, we've covered... City, United, um, uh, uh, Spurs, and of course Burnley there. So just looking at the rest of the fixtures here, um, and uh, Brozier is one I think could be an outside shot against Norwich. Um, Are there any other sort of scraping the barrel captaincy candidates that we can go for before we wrap up? I think it's that Southampton fixture, isn't it? When when you're scanning down the rest of those, that one kind of leaps out. they're really playing well at the moment, Southampton. They've been doing well for a while, but they've really stepped it up. Brozier, when he starts, is averaging 5.1 points per match this season. That obviously goes down because he's had a lot of cameos, but when he's actually starting and it feels like he's first choice now, um, so I think really good option for him. And Ward Prowse has been ticking along yeah. as well, um, doing quite well. Not a captaincy option, I don't think, no. but Brozier looks like the one there. Um, and that's probably the fixture. I mean, looking at the other ones, West Ham against Wolves, that's gonna that's a tough one to call, isn't yeah. it? Bowen's obviously playing well, but Wolves defence, it looked a bit shaky at the weekend. I will say against Leicester, but I don't know. Yeah. I think I think this week, I think if you're if you're looking at the double game week um, at Burnley, I think I think Veghorst looks looks yeah. like a really strong option. And then I think there's interesting options below that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can look at, you know, Son or Kane or one of the City players. And that's where you want to be looking this week, I think. OK, um, thanks so much for that, Tom. Lots of choice, lots to consider for those um, free hitting, but also for those not free hitting. Um, you might have some of those players that we've already mentioned, the likes of Veghorst and Kane, um, but you might be looking to use your one or two uh, free transfers or perhaps taking a hit to get some of those in. Um, I think this week is all about trying to get as many of the captaincy candidates in as you can. Um, but um, if you if your team's looking okay... Um, then just take a perhaps a hit or two should should be fine and um, yeah it'd be good to go to go into this with um, an intriguing set of, of, of captains really and it'd be interesting to see uh, in the captaincy poll on fantasy football scout but also those figures um, when the deadline uh, finishes about who yeah. who is captaining who because with no Salah we're we're left without the key captain guy uh, for the uh, for, for this game week uh, but he'll be back <laughs> uh, but in the meantime Tom um, good luck with your decision to as it appears captain a Burnley player um, and it, when you when we when I say it like that it sounds like you it sounds like we will need luck 
Good, good luck with our decisions of captain and Burnley Likely. player. What, what are we thinking? Um, but um, nevertheless, could be the best captain. Um, Tom, thanks a lot for your time. And thanks to those that have joined us in the live chat. Brilliant. Thanks, Joe. See you soon.